You're listening to the Mike Hosking Breakfast Podcast from Newstalk ZB. Sale GP arriving in the country this weekend. The F1 on water. Littleton gets to play host, of course. All nine boats will line up after that business in Sydney with the wind. And the Americans are led by a bloke called Jimmy Spittle, who is with us. Morning. Morning, Mike. And... Mate, it's been so long. Great to speak to you again. Yes, it's been too long. Look, I've missed you, and I'm looking forward to um, having you back in the country, actually. How are these boats going for you in terms of agility and speed? You're loving them? Love it, mate. Honestly, I um, feel like I'm an addict, and uh, we just never get the, the, the serious issue is we never get the sailorman off. I mean, that's that's the biggest challenge is, I mean, it's it makes total sense because as the season and the calendar grows, you need to you need to pack up quick and get the boats onto the next event, pack them up in the containers. And now we've moved to a one training day and then the race weekend. So it's a Friday training, race Saturday, Sunday. Much like F1, MotoGP, I mean, they literally, as soon as you get ashore, you, you know, everything's packed up. So, mate, it's, it's incredible. I mean, the boats are just unreal. Now, has the series, uh, is it unfolding the way those who were running it had hoped it would? In other words, I mean, sort of like the F1 on water? Mate, it's well ahead of all the targets that were set. And we're only into season three. And you mentioned F1. Now, obviously, I'm heavily focused on the US, um, you know, running the US team and the US broadcast. So here's a couple of stats for you, because I know you're a car guy as well. Last two broadcasts on CBS in the US, we outranked Formula One. Um, We outranked uh, NBA game. Uh, Chelsea menu, uh, mate, it's it's incredible, you know. And I think what's exciting about this is it shows, which is important for any professional sport out there, especially growing in a new in a new sport like this, is that it appeals to the the broad audience, you know, not just not just the niche, let's say, sailing audience. So that's really really exciting, and that's just in the US. So when you look internationally with all the teams involved. Man, this is really, really exciting. These are amazing stats. What, what about the venues themselves? How widely do they vary in terms of conditions on the water and accessibility crowds and all of that sort of thing? Yeah, well, I look, I think Christchurch is a classic example. It, it, I mean, the majority of them are just selling out really, really quick, so quick that when I mean, a bunch of my mates in New Zealand are, are, um, are dirty at me because they just expected me to have a bunch of tickets in my back pocket that I would just keep for them. And I said, listen, it's, it's sold out. You know, you, you've got to be quick. And, and we're seeing that everywhere, not just down under. We, I mean, the European events, uh, the Middle East, it's, yeah, again, it's, I think it's just something new for people because it, it, it's a lot like going into a stadium. You know, you go in and let's say you watch a rugby match or a basketball match. That's how these courses are set up, you know, and so... Yeah, it's it's cool just seeing the growth of it, and and people are are really kind of blown away by what they see. It's 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 definitely been a bit of an educational experience as well because I think a lot of them have had a preconceived idea. But we're talking, you know, twelve minute races. Um, yeah. You know, the shore is basically a sideline, and you know, as you've seen, the boats are very very quick. And how on edge are the boats in terms of tech? I mean, if I ring you back, say in three years, are they going to be dramatically different? Well, they just continue to be, you know, and I think every every year and every season you think, oh, man, we must be getting close now. But with technology, I think when you look at Sail GP technology, which is, which is actually set up in Walkworth here, it's, man, I mean, it's, this is space-age stuff. They're actually supplying um, equipment for, you know, that is going up into space. They're, 
it's like going into an operating room when you see it. They've got the biggest, I think, CNC, uh, fiber access machine in the Southern Hemisphere, employing over 100 people. I think because of the engineering, the you know the materials now, and the computer software and what you can do from a design and engineering and build point of view on the construction, it's just, man, it's just opened up so many different avenues. And the big thing is just being lighter and stronger. And like any, you know, when you look at, let's say, F1 and MotoGP, the other key thing is logistics. You've got to be able to move around. You know, you just can't have big sort of clunky items that, let's say, don't fit into a, a container footprint. But that's, again, uh, been some really smart decisions early on at SailGP where, hey, everything has to containerise, hospitality, whatever it is, and that really opens the door up in terms of venues. So you've got Littleton this weekend, you've got San Francisco, and that's the series done. What are you doing for the rest of the year then? Yeah, well, I'm sort of, I've really been looking forward to get down here. I mean, it's, man, New Zealand is, you know, I just love my time when I was here back for the Cup, and I've never been to Christchurch, it's just, Man, what a beautiful city. Never raced in Littleton. It'll be heavily, heavily attended. As I said, it's sold out. San Fran for us is a big one. I mean, for the US team, that's um, that's our home event. And obviously, a, a few of us in the team have some history back there. So, mate, it'll, it'll be a busy season. And then it kicks off straight away with the first event of season four in Chicago. So... Again, it's a it's a super busy time, and then I'm I'm splitting my time with Luna Rossa as well. We're we're training pretty hard up there in Sardinia, so it's yeah, mate, it's good times. Yeah, in fact, I haven't spoken to you since uh, the decision around Spain for the Americas Cup. Uh, it's got to be one of the great bases, doesn't it? One of the one of the best venues possible. Well, I mean, competitively for us, Luna Rossa, it's awesome. I mean, it's just not far at all. You know, logistically to get there, it's great. Uh, you know, we've got a great setup where we are, the Lunar Crosser base in, in Cagliari in Sardinia. So, yeah, look, for us, it's it's a fantastic uh, venue because it's just so close. Exactly. Well, we'll, um, we'll talk some more between now and then. You go well this weekend. Good to catch up, as always. Jimmy Spittle, the uh, Sale GP star for us, the Americans this weekend. Now, Mike, I love listening to Jimmy Spittle, articulate, knowledgeable, with an infectious attitude. Get him on more. Yes, we will. Mike, why don't we interview Dean Barker anymore? It's not a bad question. He's with a lingy these days. So I suppose he's gone to the opposition, but we don't have but Does he have the same infectious... He, he doesn't quite have the same infectious mm. spirit, does he, old Dino? But I, li- I like Dino. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.